0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Bout-It podcast. I'm your host, Miss Bella Bout It, and I am super excited for the fifth freaking episode. We are really doing the damn thing, and I am I'm just so proud of myself. I'm gonna give myself a little fucking pat on the back because I'm trying to stay consistent. It's hard right now because it's summertime, you know, we're trying to be outside or whatever, but I'm still here and we're still getting her done. So in this episode, we're just going to talk about literally starting my business from the ground up. Okay. And what I was doing prior to what I do now and all of that fun stuff. So yeah, hopping right on into it. Um, I went to college I'm currently 22 years old. I'm about to be 23 in a few weeks. Okay, it is motherfucking Leo season, so per. But, um, I did running start in high school, and so I already had quite a few credits racked up. Okay, and so when I went into college, I was basically already a junior. I went to Utah Bothell, Ow, um, and I, going into college, I didn't know right away. But I had to obviously pick a major right away, and so my mom really encouraged me to pursue writing. And so I majored, I double majored, I majored in culture, literature, and arts, and also media communications, and then I minored in creative writing. So your girl got two bachelor degrees at nine motherfucking teen, so per. If you want me to talk about my college experience and stuff like that, we can talk about that on another episode. But... So I graduated college at 19, straight out of college, and this is in 2019 as well, straight out of college. A month later, after graduating, I was blessed to get my very first, quote unquote, big girl job is what I like to call it, and that first job was um, in insurance, and I was a contract specialist, and I was super excited to get the job. I have kind of like an interesting, very spiritual story about, um, getting the job and what happened. But basically my mom was really rooting for me to get this job because she felt like it would open so many doors and it's very businesslike. And I would be working behind a desk. I would be working behind a computer, like in a cubicle. And so, you know, big girl tings and, yeah, so while I was there, I was there for maybe about like over a year and a half, maybe like a year and like eight-ish months or whatever. Um, I was the youngest person in my freaking department. And in the beginning, it was a lot of fun. I was like, wow, period. I would get the fuck up at six in the morning and drive my ass all the way to Bellevue to work and wear business casual outfits. And I felt like a little boss girl. And over time, it was good but then it started going downhill so basically i worked there for almost two years and i over time In the beginning, it was great. Like, everybody really liked me. But then, you know, if you stay anywhere long enough and, you know, if you're with the shits or if you are the shit, people will fucking hate on you. And so the second youngest bitch that was, like, close to my age was literally, like, 26 in my fucking department. And she was hating on me real bad, okay? Um, She would snitch on me to our manager. And mind you, she was a permanent employee and I was basically, like, a temp. So we had a little cubicle row called temp island where all of the new temp employees and we're all like temp to hire basically but we're we are fully employed and you know all that jazz but yeah it was good at first I was making contracts for people who need life insurance that's what I was working in was life insurance and I noticed that I started getting treated differently than all the other employees. I was being micromanaged. I was told to do daily check-ins with this, the bitch that did not fucking like me. Like she acted like she liked me at first, but I think she just got intimidated or whatever. And she would snitch on me to our boss and be like, do you see what Bella's wearing? She's wearing leggings and a crop top. She came into work yesterday wearing leggings and a crop top like bitch damn is my midriff bothering you like i'm still doing my fucking work i'm wearing a cardigan over it like cry about it to your mama what the fuck is that but anyway she was a pick asshole anyway um <laughs> i was told by my boss to do these daily stupid ass check-ins with this girl every morning daily okay and literally all i would do is go over to her bitch ass cubicle and show her all of the groups I had to work on for the day and all that shit so she could just be micromanaging me and nosy and in my business and see everything that I'm fucking doing. And it was funny because my boss was lying for her ass because they were playing favorites up in that bitch. And I get it. She was had seniority over me. I get it. She was a permanent employee, but like, bruh, I asked them if the other temps are doing this and she had the audacity to tell me yes. And then I went around asking the other temps and nobody else was doing it. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? And so, um, yeah, they, and then when I, it got to a point where I was like, okay, well, when are these daily check-ins gonna be done? And they had the audacity to be like, oh, like, I thought you wanted these. I thought you asked for these. And I was like, no, who said I wanted these? And then I was like asking them even like why I was doing them. And they claimed that it was for like, Organization, like what do what the fuck do I need help organizing? I don't working on contracts. I don't understand. But anyway, yeah, I had daily check ins with that coworker of mine that had it out for me, and I just kind of knew, like she was snitching on me. Like, like okay, we would all be on our fucking phones. We're literally at a desk from eight, from seven thirty in the morning up until three thirty. Okay. Other people in other departments, everybody that works around me is on their fucking phone, like listening to a podcast while working, watching Netflix while working, while working, watching YouTube while working. And she would snitch on me to my bitch ass boss and be like, "Oh, Bella's on her phone, like, oh, oh, while she, are you leaving out while I'm working? Are you leaving that out? Because make sure you put that shit in there because I'm doing my fucking job." But she would snitch on me. I literally, like, she snitched on me so much to the point where, like, I literally got one of those fucking uh, glass screen protectors that are, like, it's, like, black from the side, like, like, people can't see what the fuck you're doing on your phone, yeah, I did that, like, oh, my gosh, the audacity, the caucasity, if you will, anyway, um, so, yeah, I was 18, 19 at the time with her 26-year-old Hayden ass, and, um, she would just be in our boss's ear whispering, acting like, I need all this help like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing but basically yeah I was working there and towards the end of my time there I went on a vacation to the Philippines and I came back and then when I came back that was right when COVID hit so I went to the Philippines in January of 2020 yeah but yes so when COVID hit basically um We were all still trying to figure everything out. It was getting really hectic. They were talking about possibly letting people work from home and stuff like that. And the day that we went into lockdown, it was like a Friday or some shit. The day that we went into lockdown was my last day at work. And that last day they were like, okay, yeah, like the people who can work from home, like if you want to come in, like since it's the last day you can, but obviously nobody fucking wanted to, nobody did. So on my last day, it was literally just me, that bitch ass girl that didn't like me and my boss. And... They're like, oh, like, you can go home early. Like, the fuck, bitch, duh. Like, fuck this shit. You guys are letting me go. The literally, literally the day that we go into lockdown, you are letting me go. So all these other bitches, like, just imagine, imagine how I felt. These other bitches get to go home with some fucking brand new laptops and work from home. And I went home empty handed and without a job. Okay, Um, I'll get into the spiritual background as to how I also realized that shit and my shroom trip. But basically keep in mind, I had two bachelor degrees at 19. I was more than qualified for that position and even more so than some of the other people working the same position. Okay. I also feel like the universe or God or whoever was, they were really trying to show me that that job was not for me, even though I was pushing for it really hard. And yeah, it's like they were just trying to show me that I was not meant to be working for anybody other than myself because I tried really hard to like the job at first. And I was even convincing myself in the beginning, like, oh yeah, I could see myself working a nine to five or a seven to three 30 telling myself that it wasn't that bad. And I could see myself doing it for the long run. And over time, it just became so dreadful. Like I hated going to work at the Ash Crack of Dawn. I hated sitting in traffic. I hated the work. I hated the people there. Like it was just, it was becoming terrible. And. Yeah, but now that I like look at what I'm doing now, I love my work. I love what I'm doing. It was a complete 180. But basically, so when I came back from the Philippines, um, I did my first trip on shrooms with my boyfriend's sister, and it was crazy because I was still working at that job. It was like right when I came back, and so I still I didn't think I was gonna get let, let go or anything, but I was like, damn, this job really fucking sucks. I was like, I'm not as happy as I was trying to make myself think I was with the job. And this job does not care about me. The people don't care about me. Um, I don't care about them. I don't give a fuck about this work. What I'm doing here isn't even fulfilling. I don't even feel like the work I'm doing is making the world a better place or is making a difference at all. And, you know, I don't even feel like that I'm doing anything that I know in my heart. I want to put out like this isn't even work that I want to put out this isn't even work that I want tied to my name and so yeah going back to work I was after having that spiritual awakening I went back to work and I was just out of it I was so annoyed that I was still having these daily check-ins that people were treating me like shit and it slowly started spiraling and I feel like it did that on purpose because also like I was not the type to quit so it was almost like it's almost like the universe was just really helping me out. Like it everything happens for a reason. And that's just how I felt about that situation. And so, yeah, so I went back to work and was still pushing myself to enjoy it. COVID hit. I was like, go on the day of lockdown and everybody else got to go home with laptops and continue working. And I went home jobless. Okay. And when I went home jobless, it was really hard. My mom was very supportive. Thankfully, um, you know, as as the queen she is and I just I ended up being jobless for about seven months which was extremely hard because if you know me and you've known me like prior to me having my small business and shit and you've known me throughout high school and my college years you know that a bitch loves working I was known as the girl who had multiple jobs literally before getting that insurance job I was working for jobs I was working at I think at the same time I was working at Brookstone Jamba juice seven salon and I was helping one of the stylists at7 salon um, with his nonprofit I was a writer for him for his like thing for his nonprofit and so I I love being busy I love working and so I could not stand being jobless for seven months I couldn't I couldn't take it it was like I just felt so dry I don't know how else to explain it but yeah so within those seven months um that I was unemployed I decided to utilize the lockdown to hopefully try to tap into other hobbies that would bring me joy and so I started creating tie-dye t-shirts and I was painting t-shirts for the Black Lives Matter movement um I went on to creating candles and I still want to get back into those but candles I got into resin art and so, yeah, I'm still in the process of finalizing my studio. So I'm hoping that maybe by September I can get back into candles and resin art. So be ready to um, get Liddy with some fucking candles and roll on some nice ashtrays and not ashtrays, uh, rolling trays and get an ashtray or so for me. But yeah, and so even that... I just I was pursuing it. I loved it. I was I was getting busy with the candles. I was getting sold out and that was great, but it still didn't feel like enough. And so one day I was talking to my friend Jenica. Love her. Sag Queen. Um, I was telling her that I was thinking that I want to start doing lashes and she told me that I should and why the fuck not? And so I think that same day or maybe like a week later i bought some fucking lash supplies i bought a mannequin head and i was just practicing for a minute and then once i felt comfortable i started taking clients in october of 2020 literally models um i was lashing people on my mom's couch for the free okay literally on the couch in the living room and my mom she's oh she's just so supportive i love her so much if you're listening to this podcast mom i love you love you so much um she bought me my very first lash bed that I still am fucking using to this day. Um, She helped me move over from the living room into our second living room and then I was lashing over there and then she helped me move into one of the bedrooms upstairs in the house and so yeah while I was lashing in the bedroom upstairs I was able to save some shmoney and Um, get certified for permanent makeup so like microblading brows as well as body sculpting and so I added those as fun services and so just to put into perspective it literally took me only eight months from ground zero making no money like at all to getting to a point where you know months later or 8 months later i was able to get my very first apartment 8 months that's all it took from 0 to 8 months so if i can do it you can do it and that's that's that on that i was working in my apartment for another 7 months until i was able to get this studio that i'm currently recording in big per boss Tings. um but yeah and so literally 8 months and then another 7 months and now here the fuck we are period And we're, it's still up from here, baby. Okay. So y'all better stick around for the motherfucking ride and be tapped in. Okay. But yeah. So now I have been in my studio since March 1st. So it's only been a few months, but it has really grown into something that I literally could not even could not and would not have believed if I told myself that this is where I'd be two years ago. Crazy, crazy. Um, I was telling people that I wanted to start my podcast, um, in May. And I was telling people that I want to start it, um, back in January when I was talking to people about, oh, like what's your guys's, um, new year's resolutions and yada, 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 Um, I was telling people that I wanted to start my podcast in May. So period. And I literally posted my first episode May 30th. And so I made, I made the cut y'all. Okay. Um, so at the very end of May, I'm glad I still made the finish line and stayed true to what I wanted to do and to my word. And so now I have expanded even more. I love doing this, talking to y'all, even though I'm talking to my motherfucking self. But it's fine. Um, I have my podcast. I got certi oh, I got certified last May also for Reiki. Oh, I love Reiki. I'm gonna have another episode about Reiki because now I've been um doing Reiki on people and hearing their experiences. And I love it. I love it with my whole soul. Um, but yeah. And so now I'm doing more spiritual services, Reiki, tarot reading, sound bath healing. Um And it just, and those services, I feel like lashing was just the gateway. Or even like me realizing that I didn't want to work that fucking 7 to 3.30, whatever, 9 to 5 job. Realizing that I didn't want to do that anymore was really the door opener to so many things. like, And then lashing was kind of the first stepping stone to help me build myself up. And I feel like that's also my point is sometimes you have to take one route to understand that it leads to other roads, okay? But yeah, I feel like the spiritual services that I do really feeds my soul and it makes me feel like I'm pursuing my purpose in life and I'm excited to see what is to come next. And even this podcast, this is a part of it too. I feel like doing this podcast is another like lastage effort of me pursuing and fulfilling my purpose in some way. So yes, I'm able to tell my story on here and have y'all hear me out. And I, I love that for me. So some things that are currently in the works um, are getting back into making candles and resin. I deeply want to do that again. And so hopefully I can start working on those again in the fall. I'm hoping that by the end of September, I can ease into that. And also in September, I will be going to beauty school, period. She's an educated queen. Oh, so that's super exciting. I tell people to, when it comes to, you know, creating a career for yourself or creating the lifestyle that you want for yourself. I tell people visualize it, map it out. Like it's okay to set goals and timelines for things. You need timelines. That's, I mean that I need timelines personally because when I tell myself I want to do something by a certain time, when that time comes, like okay, for example, if I am trying to get back into kind of how I started my podcast, okay? We're going to use that as an example because I Clearly do it with a lot of other things. So I was telling people I wanted to pursue my podcast back in fucking January. And so what did I do to prepare? If I am telling myself that I know I want to do it. Or no. I was was telling people I wanted to do it back in January. Telling them that I wanted to start it in May. So I gave myself a lot of room. That was like what? January, February, March, April, May. Yeah, five months. I gave myself five fucking months to prepare myself. To start this. And so if you put things into kind of perspective like that, it one, first of all, it goes by really fucking fast. Two, you're giving yourself enough time to prepare everything that you need. So within that time, the first thing that I mapped out is like, okay, if I really want to start this fucking podcast, what the fuck do I need? I need a motherfucking microphone, which is what I'm talking on right now. Yeah, you're welcome. For the good quality of my voice. Um, two, I need a headphone set, you know, something comfortable. Um I already had my iPad. I figured out how to do this shit on my iPad. Um I already had a hard drive, so I didn't need that. Like look at your resources, see what the fuck you have. Um I knew I needed to get a little setup, cute little setup, um, and get like whatever adapters I needed. Okay? I needed to make sure that I could get all of those things within five months so that when the time comes, I'm ready. And so I think the month before it was May, right? April, I was like, okay, let me buy all this stuff right now so that as soon as May hits, we can just get her done. And so that's how I kind of like to do things. It's like, it's fine if you plan it out and you say you're going to do it months away. Like, nobody's, you know, nobody's going to be on your ass. And that's the other point, too. Is like, one, yes, I do think it's important to tell people kind of like your plans and what you want to do so that you can get the anticipation rolling. But also, like, you telling that person should make you want to hold yourself accountable because you don't want to be that bitch. Like, oh, Bella told me that she was going to do this at this time, and she didn't. Can you believe that? And guess the fuck what? Ain't nobody can tell me that about me. So, mm. um, I do think it's important. I also believe, though, that you shouldn't tell. I also believe in the fucking evil eye, so I don't believe you should tell everybody your plans. Don't go announcing all of your fucking plans on Instagram or whatever. I mean, granted, I'm saying this shit on TikTok about, I mean, TikTok on fucking um a podcast, but you know, whatever. I just tell people when you tell people your plans only tell it to people that you trust, okay? Like, people that you know that's going to be supportive and not judge you or whatever. Because even if you don't fall through, if you're telling people that you know they won't judge you, then, like, who the fuck cares, you know? But you still want to kind of have that there so that you can get feedback. I think it's important for you to tell people what you plan on doing so that you can get feedback from them so that they can be like, oh, that sounds good. Or, oh, like, you know, is that enough time for you? Like, I don't know. But, yeah, so some things that, yeah, if you are planning to do things in the future, try to map it out, plan it out for yourself. Um, in another episode, I would love to talk about manifestation. Cause I feel like manifestation plays a big part in pursuing your dreams. And I feel like manifestation has helped me in a lot of ways. I feel like I manifested this podcast because how, because I was telling people speaking into fucking existence that I wanted to do it, you know? Um, I feel like I manifested in my apartment. We're going to talk about manifestation and affirmations in a, another episode because that's a lot to get into, but yeah, it's awesome. I feel like speaking things into existence definitely works and you got to do it because why? Because, you know, thoughts are only thoughts when they're in your head. Once you put them into words, now they are you know spoken words and after they become words they become actions okay but yes after after beauty school i would love to start teaching people for teaching and certifying people for lashes a lot of girls have reached out to me asking me if i teach and i don't simply because you know i want to be professional i want to be licensed and be all you know yes fancy schmancy and so Y'all can look out for that. Once I'm licensed, I also want to certify people for body sculpting. So if y'all want to get into lashes or body sculpting, y'all can hit me the fuck up. And hopefully, maybe sometime next year after I've been doing Reiki for a while, I would love to take a master class for Reiki and become a Reiki master to teach other people how to do Reiki. And I just want to continue to share the wealth and the knowledge and the love so that... It just becomes an endless cycle, and I truly believe that hurt people hurt people, but healed people heal people, so yeah, you heard that here first, um, but yes, oh my gosh, I don't even know how long this episode has been, hopefully it's about 20 to 25 minutes, so that it counts as a damn episode, but yeah, thank you for listening to my little journey. If you guys have any other questions about my journey and how I got here, um, Let me know. I'll post a few Q&As on my podcast Instagram. Oh, and wherever the fuck you are listening to this, please rate it five stars on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you you are listening to this. It would really, it really makes a difference and I I would really appreciate it. Um, If you like updates and would like to be more interactive with me for my podcast, my podcast Instagram is bout underscore it underscore podcast on ig if you want to follow my main it is at isabella ct or if you want to follow my business account it is at @atelier.bb i don't know if i'm ever going to get sick of talking about this shit like saying that but you know you got to there's no shame in you know self-promo who gives a fuck because if you're not your biggest cheerleader who the fuck is going to be Hmm? okay but yes, yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening to yet again, another episode of the About it Podcast. The next episode, the sixth episode is going to be all about self-love and care and confidence and also fake love and dealing with haters. And so I'm super excited about that. We're also going to talk about some awesome cleansing rituals that y'all can utilize to detox and clear your space, mind and body from negativity. So, um. If you guys are listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure you download my podcast so that that shit is just in your roster and ready to go. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to, yet again, another episode. You guys are amazing. I appreciate it, all of your support. It it makes me feel so good when people are like, girl, I've been listening to your podcast. I'm like, what? Stop, stop it, because I, I'm not going to lie. I do get a little embarrassed. Like, I'm not embarrassed right now, but thinking about it, I'm embarrassed, I sit here by myself, in this room, by myself, on this little fucking couch on the ground, and I just talk, (laughs) and so, it's so nice to think that people take 20 minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour to listen to this shit, I really, I love it, I love y'all, thank you so much, it means the world to me, like, y'all listening just is like supporting my dream, and that means the world, and I don't know if I can ever pay you back, but, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just wanted to say that show my little <laughs> gratitude. So yes. Okay. Enjoy your guys's day night or whenever the fuck you were listening to this light and love to you all until the next episode.